Thank you. All right. Um, I mentioned this last time, but uh, it had been over a year since I really felt led to share a message. Um, and for me, as my experience with speaking over the years, I, if, if I'm not being led to speak, I'm the last person I want to hear speak or want you to hear speak. But in the same way, if God's putting something on my heart, um, then I'm sure not going to back away from it. So I do feel like he's been prepping my heart for more regular sharing. Um, and I look forward to that because when he's leading me to share, I get taught. Um, so like I was getting taught that one night when it was just me in the meeting. Okay, I want to tie together um, what we talked about with the young people and um, just want to read these two verses. Titus chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. So, um, as I talked about with the kids, when the goodness and kindness of God our Savior appeared, that goodness and kindness, um, the Greek word is Christates, God's heart of love, affection, 100% goodness, filled and then flowed. He's not just filled and pent up within himself. He flows. He floods the earth with his goodness. He floods our lives. One of my favorite verses is in Jeremiah 31, maybe 32 or 33, it could be 29 or 32, I, somewhere in that range, okay? Your assignment is to read all those chapters, <laughs> to, to go on a little scavenger hunt for this verse I'm about to share with you. And I learned it first in the New King James Version, and I just loved it, it just touched my heart. God said, I will satiate the souls of my priests with abundance. Basically, he's saying, I will overflow and flood your souls with my abundance, with my goodness. And you know what I, I heard from a Bible teacher one time? That that Hebrew word, abundance, actually means butterfat. Naomi knows a little bit about that. She put some butterfat in that food, and it's tasty. Organic butter, grass-fed cows, non-GMO, no hormones, just pure butterfat. There's nothing like what butter can do to food, okay? It brings out this amazing flavor. God's like, I will satisfy the priests 
souls. I will satiate them with butterfat. That's his goodness. He would use that language to talk about how good and how tasty he was. He is. Taste and see that Yahweh is good. Um, so he's got that goodness, but he wants to flood our lives with it. And the fact that we're here breathing, that we even have a propensity to look to God, that is a sign of his Christates in our lives. The goodness that helped us believe in him. The goodness and kindness that picked us up out of our own mess and helped us look to him, to God our Savior. So um, I was actually hearing some wordplay, which that's often what happens with me. And I want to pronounce this over us. Um, You know, if, if you wanted to jot each of these words down, um, I think that would be, could potentially be helpful for you. But I want to proclaim this over us, to declare this over you. And the kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but it's a demonstration of power. Um, so I believe this is a power word. Um, while I also believe there's understanding God would give your mind, I believe this is a power word that God's speaking over us. Like when Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. So when Jesus would speak, it would be like orbs of power that for anyone who said yes, it would bolster you. So when he said, you shall love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, he wasn't saying, you shall, you shall, or you're going to get it. He was saying, anybody who has ears to hear, you shall, and power coming from his hand, power coming from his mouth. And anybody who says, yes, Jesus, I want that, he gives you power, and you shall. Oh, you shall love him with everything. See, the burden is not on us. The burden is on the one true God, on God our Savior, not because of the righteous way we loved him, but because of the Christates of God that impacted us, saved us from unbelief, saved us from selfishness, saved us from lack and less, saved us from anything that was in the way, saved us from our inability to love him with everything. We're all unable. But by his word, he empowers us. So I believe that's what's going on. I believe God is speaking over us. Christates, my people. And whatever help, whatever way that God's goodness could bring to you help, I believe he's ready to do that. But I also believe he's ready to do that in this corporate thing that we're doing with uh, meeting in homes. I believe he is given that as a mechanism for receiving his good and kind help. The useful, I was reading about this word a little bit more. It's like we don't have anything to capture quite what this word is in our language. It's the useful goodness of God. I love that. God begins relationally, but his relational priority brings functional help. Jesus was about the father's business. The father is, first of all, a dad who loves his kids. 
but he also welcomes us into his business. He knows how to get things done. And the interesting thing is, his business, the end goal, is the treasure of more love on the earth, the treasure of people coming into his heart. So God is relational first, but he brings us into a functionality so that there can be more rewards of relationship. So relationship is like the, the bread on the sandwich. It's the, it's the beginning and end. And I guess it really is the, the middle too. But the functionality is important because that brings more people in. And that brings us into a greater understanding of him. So I believe he has a word to speak into us. Now, what I heard with that Greek word Christates, Christates, is I heard grace taught ace. And this is what I want to speak over you. I proclaim that each one of you, each one of you, is a grace-taught ace in the hand of Jesus. The ace card ends the game. I believe you are an ace of hearts in God's hand. He has pulled you out of his heart. Did you know the Bible says that before the world was formed, we were in God? We were in Christ. You didn't just come from mom and dad. You came through them. They were the functional vehicle through which he used to put his child, you, on the earth. You did not begin at conception. Oh, life on this earth begins at conception. Make no doubt about that. And may God break any demonic lie that says any differently. But Zoe, life, true life, begins in the Father, begins in God. And that's where you come from. Your home is agape. You were raised in the corridor of God's heart. And at the proper time when he said, all right, Paul Smith, whoop. All right, Caroline Reinhardt, Queen of Kenya Soup. He sent us all at the appointed time, at the right time in history, and at the right geographical place. Acts 17 says this explicitly. The specific boundaries, the specific time, specific place, he ordained for you. Now, I saw this reality one time, and I won't go into the details, but it was actually when Uncle Tim and I were in Somerset. Uh, we used to go there regularly to this house of prayer there. We had some friends called 127 House. Um, I just have a love for them. But God would meet us powerfully. One time, I know this is kind of a strange image, but I'm just telling you it impacted my heart. I journaled about it, and I felt all this biblical confirmation coming. But I saw this child slide down, like one of those swimming pool slides, from heaven onto earth. And the child was so full of joy. 
and it was sliding from the Father. It was like a slide out of his heart, out of heaven, into the earth. And what God, God is such a storyteller. He is such a teacher with images. Jesus did that all the time. And God in the Old Testament would use parables and pictures to communicate messages because they really help our hearts. So what I want to encourage you is you came from the heart of the Father and he pushed your little bottom when it was time to slide down out of heaven on the holy slide or you could say Jacob's slide, you know. Jacob saw a connecting point from heaven to earth. Angels were going up and down. Some translated as staircase. Some say ladder. Either way, it was some kind of mechanism to connect heaven and earth. Well, I believe that you came down, and whether God sent you on a, a ladder or a slide, it's probably some of you guys are more ladder types. Some of you guys are more slide types. I bet some of you just came down in a parachute. Um, regardless of the manner, I believe that is a cool reality that speaks to you. You were sent from heaven to earth, specifically. And that's why you're here tonight, okay? You are an ace in his hand from heaven. But you are a grace-taught ace. I believe God has a lot to teach us about grace. I would invite you to come like a little kid who's asking their dad, Dad, what, what is um, onomatopoeia mean? Well... Let me tell you, son, like a, a four-year-old, most four-year-olds, all right, there's some geniuses, prodigies and whatnot, who can say, well, onomatopoeia is this. I've been studying about it. I've heard of some kids like that at four. But most four-year-olds don't know what onomatopoeia is. They need to be taught. I would submit to you that we who have been in the Lord for a long time, brother, we who have been around the scriptural block, we who have been around the charismatic, spirit-filled gifts block, the hearing from the Lord block, I would submit to all of us our knowledge of the grace of God is very small. The grace of God is the help he gives from heaven for our good. Absolutely, forgiveness is a part of that. Justification by his blood. So is breathing. So is our heart beating. So is our ability to function. Everything good comes from the Father. And I believe God wants to pull us out of a works-based approach. And I praise God that there's a lot of liberty in this room. I don't take it for granted. He has, he has taught us a lot. I think that still goes together with the word that I said, we know very little, okay? I believe he wants to teach us by his grace and about his grace in such a way that we will be a people of great grace. The verse that Joseph read was from Acts 2, and it talked about what they did, meeting in the homes. But there's a phrase that is always like giving me a holy haunting, and like, 
like something in my tummy is like, oh, God, I want that. I, I'm made to live in that with a group of people. It says, great grace was upon them all. Great grace. So let's say it this way. Really awesome, powerful help from heaven for goodness was resting on them and working within them. Great grace was upon them all. When the grace and kindness, when the, I just lost the word, Christates, when the Christates showed up, God saved us. Now, yes, I believe he justified us. Anybody who said yes to his blood. But here's why I want to make it personal to you in these days. I believe God is going to save us and is saving us by his functional goodness, saving us from doubt, saving us from our unbelief. Okay? And, all right, yes, he wants to cover the lust issues. Yes, he wants to cover the idolatry. Yes, he wants to cover uh, hatred and bitterness amongst uh, people and whatever works of the flesh there are, okay? But what was really on my heart to just hit quickly is God is showing up with his goodness to save us from not trusting in him. The song that the Colbertson sang is trust and, obe- trust and obey, for there's no other way. God wants to save us from any lack of trust. And guys, I believe that is the key. The key is not your devotion to pray more, although prayer is priceless. The key is not your commitment to fast more, although fasting has revolutionized my life. The key is not for you to tackle that sin. That is the, the ancients used to call it that besetting sin. That's not the key. Although when God is calling you out, take his help. And we should never be pleased with sin in our lives. But guys, the goodness and kindness of God is reaching out to save us from unbelief. You see, it says, by grace through faith, we're saved. Our faith is a goodness and kindness helping us gift. So I want to proclaim that over you. And as we go tonight, I want your holy homework to simply acknowledge the goodness and kindness of God coming to help you just to trust in him. All right, look, we'll get to other specifics. I feel like that's what God's saying. It's not like I'm going to sit down with every one of you and we're going to hash out what are the details that need to be refined in your life. No, God is going to take care of your details, but it begins with trust, okay? Because if we're trusting our ability to show God how much we love him or our ability to get the negative things out of our life, We are missing the point, which is the essence of sin. We are missing the target. That's what sin means, to miss the target. The target is the heart of God. And I believe 
he is reaching down with his hand because through the hand, that's, you can feel the pulse, you know, there's a connection between the heart and the hand. He's saying, my heart is to help you. My heart is good and kind, but I'm not just good and kind telling you to believe it from afar. I'm reaching down to help you believe it. I believe that's what he's doing. I believe that's what he will be doing. I believe we're going to pull people in as they were talking about, the Culbertsons were talking about reaching out. That's what these home groups are about, reaching out to the broken, reaching out to the Zions and pulling them up. But we're going to do it in the grace of God. We're not going to do it and join our religious party. Join our home church thing. Come on. Join our devotion discipline. I come with grace to pull you into more grace. And this grace will accomplish what we can't. And you will be the grace-taught ace. Like in sports, especially like baseball, an ace is like your best pitcher, the one who's going to lead you to victory. Okay, I believe God wants to make everyone in here an excellent functioning tool in his hands. That's not your identity, but that is part of who and how he's going to use you, who you are in his hand. You're a tool. You are an ace card. He wants to trump the devil, throwing just like somebody in a poker game. <gasps> what? Totally unexpected. You just took their money, took their chips. There's a lot we have to take back from Satan, from our individual lives. There's a lot we have to take back for this community. Okay? There's a lot of people in Walmart in Nicholasville who are waiting for the grace and kindness of God. But if we're pulling them in with our own strength, it's not, it might work on the outside for a little bit, but only grace sustains. But the legitimate grace of God flowing through you, it's a supernatural force that no demon can stand against. And no child of God can resist it. There's a lot of children of God out there who don't know they're children of God. But when all of a sudden they realize, I came from that, that one's heart, and now his hand is reaching down to me. And you are his hand. Your home groups are his hand. So I proclaim that you are grace-taught aces. May the goodness and kindness of God, the Christates, help you just to trust. And may he raise you up to be his ace card taught by grace. How hard does an ace card work? Imagine an ace card with legs, like, like, you're like, like showing off flexing its muscles, like, you know. It's like, no. Uh, that's fantasy world. That's f- fiction. You are an ace in his hand. Let his hand do the work. Father, I thank you that um, you are our Savior. Yes, Jesus is the one who was named God saves. And the Holy Spirit is the one who washes and regenerates us. But it's the goodness and kindness of God our Savior, the Holy Trinity, And God, I proclaim your name 
all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you, God, for being willing to show up with your goodness and kindness in a functional way to reach down individually into each one of our hearts and pull us out of any lack of trust so that we can be an ace in your hands. Not working hard, just submitting to the hand that takes us up and lays us down the earth to destroy the works of the devil and to bring your agape and your Christates into the hearts of other people. Let that be the case with every person in here, with any who have ears to hear, and use them, Lord, to go get the other children. Bring us back into your heart. That's our home. In Jesus' name, amen. Go in the Christates of God our Savior, and uh, we'll see you soon.